Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. Are you receiving the promises that God has for you? There are so many that he offers us on a daily basis. How awesome is our God? Today, we will continue our study on the number 11 and God's promises. If you're just listening for the first time, I want to welcome you. Hello, my name is Pastor Karina Don Reed, and I'm here to guide you into God's Word and help you apply it to your life. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. Hello, beloved. Are you following this study carefully? Are you reading our blog and listening to the weekly church sermons on YouTube? It's up to you to self-discipline yourself in the ways of the Lord. I can guide you in the direction. The Holy Spirit will prompt you, but it's up to you to take action on it all. When you take action, then you're aligning yourself to receive. Receiving is also an action. If you've never read our blog before, now is a great time to start. I have three other women besides myself who blog about our study for the month. They're beautiful women who are mature in their faith and have unique life experiences. So I want to encourage you that as you apply yourself to studying the Bible and learning to apply Christian instruction to your life, immerse yourself into it. Our blog posts come out every Wednesday morning in the Pacific time zone. I want to equip you, which is why I host this podcast. So take action by immersing yourself in our study each month. It will bring you closer to the Lord. God wants our full immersion. He wants every part of our life to be affected by his ways. That's why some churches believe in full immersion baptism. It's a washing away of the old self, the old ways, and emerging as a new creation. The new creation that Christ has for you. And as you emerge out of this baptism, there's nothing that wasn't drenched in the newness of God. Every part of you was touched and transformed. Not a single part of you was missed or left out. Jesus paid for each of us to be fully transformed. Partial is never good enough for the Lord. He paid the price fully and completely. Take advantage of the benefits that Christ paid for. Many times in this world, we like to see how far a dollar will stretch and make the most out of our time, but it is so much more important to make the most out of what we are offered by the Lord. We should be working on receiving full access to our blessings. Blessings are the promises that God has for us by doing what he asks us to do. When we know more of the promised blessings that God has for us, then we become more motivated to follow his instructions and receive those blessings. Let's take a look at scripture. Specifically, Romans 4, verse 16, which says, Therefore, inheriting the promises depends entirely on faith. 
that is confident trust in the unseen God, in order that it may be given as an act of grace, his unmerited favor and mercy, so that the promise will be legally guaranteed to all the descendants of Abraham, not only for the Jewish believers who keep the law, but also for those Gentile believers who share the faith of Abraham, who is the spiritual father of us all. If you have been actively listening to my teachings the past couple months, I've been talking about faith, how to have active faith, and make sure that you are applying your faith. Without actually applying faith to situations, it's not active. We have to make sure that our faith is active. And in this scripture, it clearly states that in order to receive our promises from God, it depends on our own faith. A faith that is defined as confident trust in God, without doubt. Trust in our God, which can't be seen, but we can apply our faith into the unseen, the blessings and promises that God has for us then will become seen. We have to do our part first to show the Lord through our actions that we believe in him and the ways that he works, and also that we believe he loves us and will do what he says he will do. As we take that action step, our faith becomes active, and then God responds to our faith. And there is the key. God responds to our faith. Do you want to receive the promises that God has for you? Then you have to step out in faith first. Let's look at this from another perspective. Jesus died for our sins. In one act that Jesus did over 2,000 years ago, he gave us the free gift of eternal salvation. Salvation and an eternity that can be lived in heaven is a gift that anyone and everyone alive can receive. God is ready to give it at any moment in any time to anyone who desires it. And that is one of God's promises, eternal salvation, which can be lived in heaven. But in order to actually receive that promise, each person has to do their part first. Any person who wants to receive that promise has to take the action step and ask Jesus into their heart, stating that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. Then that promise of salvation is received. God doesn't withhold salvation. He's ready to always freely give it. But until you do your part first, until you make your faith active and take the action step, you won't receive what God has promised you. We all know that, which is why we have to understand that God's promises aren't just automatic in all ways. There's an action step we have to take, and we have to do it first in order to receive many of them. So for those of us who have already taken that action step of us asking the Lord into our life as Savior, now we have to continue with the other action steps that are found in our Bible so we receive the promises that God has for us. Each promise requires its own action step taken in order to receive that promise from God. And this is how our faith grows. 
This is God's design of how to mature in our faith. We keep taking those action steps, trusting him and knowing that he has promises for us, even though we don't see where they are. And because of our active faith, God blesses us because we did our part first. And then as we exercise our faith in a way that can't be seen, we end up receiving in a way that we can see. You did it first by accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. That was your first step. So continue taking those steps. Stand on the word of God and the promises that he has for you. Don't allow your own doubt to cheat you out of receiving from the Lord. Many promises of God can't actually be seen. Sure, sometimes God will promise us tangible things, but his best promises that affect our lives can't be seen. Eternal salvation is a great example. The peace of Jesus is another great example. When we're at true peace, it completely changes daily life. And I want to encourage you that being at peace doesn't mean life is easy. That's the world's definition. Jesus offers us peace, a free gift that we can receive anytime in any situation, which is a tool to help us get through the hardship. God doesn't give us gifts to make us feel good. God gives us gifts to help us maneuver through this life in his way. God's gifts and promises equip us to do what we need to do in a righteous way. God's promises are righteous and we get to receive his righteousness when we receive one of his promises, which we attain by exercising our faith. Are you following me? I want you to get a really good grasp on this because it is a game changer. God's promises will sustain you and will equip you while growing your spiritual maturity. And then you will see fruit. Let's take another look at scripture. Psalm 92 verses 13 through 14 say, Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Growing in grace, they will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. They will flourish and be vital and fresh, rich in trust and love and contentment. This is not motivational speech. This is the true word of God. If you want to thrive and bear fruit and prosper and be refreshed, even as you grow older, then you have to plant yourself in the house of the Lord. Your roots need to be in the house of the Lord. Following the instructions of the Lord, living a life that looks like Jesus. Some people say that they want to bear fruit and prosper and be refreshed, but they don't trust in the ways of the Lord and they live life the world's way and just say that they love the Lord. What you say doesn't matter if your actions are the opposite. So I ask you the self-reflection question for today. Where are you rooted? Are you concerned about what others think? Or are you willing to look less than desirable to the masses in order to ensure 
that you are living life by God's instructions. Today, you can course correct. Today, you can unroot yourself from the world's ways and plant yourself in the house of the Lord. Today, you can choose a different way to live and a different way to respond to the world around you. Today, you can choose to accept the free gift of peace, but it is going to cost you something. And that is God's true test. When there's a cost to something, that's when you're truly tested. When something doesn't cost us anything, it's easy to partner with because as the world says, we have nothing to lose. But when things cost something, that becomes a true test. And the Lord is watching and listening. Will we be willing to let go of a friendship in order to put God first? Will we be willing to lose our job for the fact that we are unwilling to let go of ethical and moral decisions which have biblical roots? In every decision we make, we are either exercising our faith and putting God first, or we have elevated something above the Lord, which means we've just made it an idol in our lives. And it doesn't have to be some monumental decision. It often starts in small ways, with small things. We all have blind spots because we are all imperfect. But there are three ways to make sure that our actions are lining up with God's instructions. Number one, first, make sure that you are aware of the Holy Spirit's promptings. When you are aware of the Holy Spirit of God in your life, that power of God's presence within you, he will prompt your mind and your body to make decisions and take actions while steering you in the direction that the Father wants you to go. Remember, the Holy Spirit is one of God's promises. Number two, be honest before the Lord in prayer. Ask him to correct you for things that you are doing which he doesn't wish you to do. They might not even be things you think of as bad. It might just not be his direction for your life. Allow the Lord to correct you and be willing to accept his correction. And number three, keep godly people around you. Actively engage in a community that will lovingly let you know when you're going in the wrong direction. Knowing that you are accountable to a group of people will remind you to stay on the path that God has for you. In those three simple ways, you can start maturing in your faith and align yourself to receive the promises that God has for you. Since you're listening to this podcast, I invite you to become an active part of my faith family. We're not perfect, but we pursue the Lord with all abandon and strive to be better and better each and every single day. And I will encourage you that every time you join us, it will awaken your purpose and you will be transformed. God bless you this week and take those three simple steps.